0: What is up, ASM? So good to be back with you again. I say that every time. And also, if you don't know the drill by now, if you've seen any of these videos before, you know I'm going to tell you right now, pause the video and read our passage today. is Galatians chapter 4, verses 8 through 20. I'd actually recommend kind of read everything up to it if you haven't been caught up, but at least read that section of verses. So if you haven't done it yet, pause the video, come back, and I'll be ready for you. Cool. All right. So hopefully you have some idea of what's going on. But let, let's talk about this, right? There's there's a word that you probably noticed when you read it, and it's zealous. And let's kind of talk about what zealous means, and something I'm personally pretty zealous about. Uh, but but what is just something that you are really passionate about? Zealous is like extreme passion or really strong motivation towards something, towards an objective or, or a belief. It's being just really, really passionate and putting it to action. And so, what's something that you are really passionate about. And not something that you just kind of care about, but like what gets you kind of riled up or amped up that like you're passionate about this thing? For me, this is really silly. It's the Seattle Mariners. I I love the Mariners. The Mariners have been awful. They're not right now. And this, this is what I get zealous about. I love baseball. I, will, I go to the Mariners even though they're bad. I get zealous over people that say, the Mariners are always rebuilding, they're always bad because they're always rebuilding. This is very niche baseball, but the Mariners have not always been rebuilding to become a good team. The Mariners are so bad because for 20 years, they have just been bad. They've actually been trying to win all that time. Now, they actually have a chance to be good. And when people make fun of me about the Mariners and say, oh, they're always gonna be bad. Things are actually different. And you can tell right now, I'm, I'm passionate about this. I know my stuff about it and I will argue it that the Mariners are different now. You'll see right here, this is Jared Kelnick. He's like one of our top prospects. He sums up, if you watch baseball at all, Jared Kelnick sums up zealous or embodies zealous. He's the type of dude that if he strikes out, he's probably gonna break his bat over his knee. That's not necessarily good behavior. I'm not saying model that, but this dude gets fired up over everything, right? Everything is going on. He is a very zealous person. I'm zealous about my Mariners. I love them. I go to games. I watch them. I read about them, all those things. I'm really passionate. I get really fired up about them. They almost made the playoffs this year. I almost broke my desk in a game where we won because I was so excited. That's how passionate I am. And in this passage, again, if you've read it, you know this, uh, Paul is writing about the Galatians and their zeal. That's what, to, to have zeal is to be zealous. He's writing about their zeal, their passion, but also the, the zeal, the passion of the false teachers, which we've been talking about all this time. So we're going to do a quick hit, quick context refresher on the Judaizers right? So Galatians is a letter to the church, the people in the city of Galatia. This is not just a random book. It is a letter written by the missionary, the apostle Paul, who saw Jesus, saw the resurrected Jesus. He was sent by God to go and reach Gentiles, which is everyone that's not Jewish, you and me. And so he is going to Galatia right? And this is the context, is that there are these false teachers, they're called the Judaizers, that have told the Galatians the gospel, the good news that Jesus lived and died and he was the sacrifice for you. He is the way to know God, to be with God. That is not good enough, that there is more that you need to do. And so the Galatians are uh, being challenged by this zealous group of people, but also being challenged to be zealous for something that is not true, right? So we're going to read verses 17 and 18. I know we're starting at the back and we're going to go back to the the beginning. We're starting at the end, but we're going to read this and let's understand it in that context. Again, Paul writing this letter to the Galatians, he says to them, those people, that's the Judaizers, the false teachers, those people are zealous to win you over, but for no good what they want is to alienate you from us. They want to put distance between you and us so that you may have zeal for them. It is fine to be zealous, provided the purpose is good, and to be so always, not just when I am with you. So one of the things that that Paul has said, again, if you've read this, you know, that's why I tell you to read it. One of the things Paul has said is that The Galatians cared very well for Paul. He came to them and he was sick. He was not well. That's actually how he got to share the gospel with them. And they were zealous in that time. They had great passion for Paul. They had great passion for the gospel, for Jesus, for relationship with God. They displayed it well. And Paul compliments them on that. But the problem is that these, these false teachers want the Galatians to be zealous for something other than the gospel, for something other than God in relationship with Him. They want their zeal, they want their passion. themselves. They want to take that and build themselves up, feel good about themselves, earn that, the the wealth, the praise, the fame that comes with that. They're taking that. And Paul is saying that's wrong. But also the Galatians are wrong for falling for it because their passion for Jesus should not be dependent on Paul being there to babysit them. It should be that they are always passionate. They always have this great passion and there's this great line it is fine to be zealous this verse 18 provided the purpose is good that's a huge qualifier so here's here's a question to ask is, is what is the world zealous for what is it that the world is passionate about that people get riled up over i i studied politics in college i was a political science major if you know what that is i basically studied, uh, why certain things happen politically, historically. Um, Obviously, I'm using that a lot here, but politics is something that, especially now, but throughout history, has been something people, especially in America, in our context of our government system, people get very passionate. They get worked up. They fight over it. You might have heard or seen memes of Facebook fights. People will end relationships over different political views and they will be nasty about it politics is something that the world is zealous for they see answers in they devote immense amounts of their time and thought and desire into it another one is like i said the mariner sports there are people that devote their entire lives to sports teams. Now, I love the Mariners, but I have boundaries. I have a life. But there are people that weigh their entire mood, their priorities, uh, everything in their life is based off of a sports team. Or, or even, for your age, people that devote their lives to training for sports, to, to be the best that they can. And it's good to, to desire to succeed, but they give everything to it. Or, kind of a silly example, right? Taylor Swift just released Red again, Taylor's version. I don't know if any of you are Swifties. I'm sure a few of you are. Uh, By the way, Taylor Swift was like big and new when I was your age in middle school, so I feel old. But Taylor Swift fans are very zealous about the fact that you have to listen to Taylor's version and not the original version because Taylor's version supports her and the original version supports people that she doesn't want to support. It's a whole thing. If you don't know it, it's fine. Don't pay attention to it. But they are zealous for that. Like they will get in fights over it and say, no, in this house, we listen to Taylor's version only. People get zealous over silly things, like me with the Mariners. But our, our challenging question here is, what is the world zealous for? What does that look like? And it, part of the thing is when you are zealous, when you have this immense passion for something, we have to ask ourselves, do we have that same passion for Jesus, for relationship with God? And the obvious answer to that is usually not. And we have to evaluate that. And Paul offers us, again, um, wisdom on this and a challenge for us. And we're going back to the beginning of this passage. But he says this to them. He's making his case to the Galatians for why they're in the wrong. He says, Formerly, before, when you did not know God, you were slaves to those who by nature are not gods. You are slave to everything else. They're not God, right? You're a slave to that though. You're under its control. But now that you know God, right? Paul came and he introduced them to God or rather are known by God. How is it that you are turning back to those weak and miserable forces? Do you wish to be enslaved by them all over again? Paul's argument is simple. This is is my challenge to you. You have been exposed to truth, to light, to goodness. We all have. If, If you're watching this video, you have heard God's word. You have heard Truth from Scripture proclaimed. You've heard the gospel, the good news that Jesus is the one that offers life. It's not us, it's not our actions, it's none of that. There's no hope in any of that. All our hope is found in Christ. God's word makes that clear to us. So we have been offered hope. We've been offered relationship with a loving God, Father, and Creator, our Savior. We have been offered that, and He sets us free. That's our theme, we are set free so we live free. Why would you turn back to the thing that held you in slavery? And it's, it's not anything that can give you hope. It's not anything where there is a brighter future ahead. Those things of the world that I was listing, whether it is sports or your own success or politics, whatever it may be, all of those do not offer your permanent hope and solution for the problem that is sin, for the problem that is pain. Paul is saying, and I am saying to you, why would you turn to something worse that you know does not work when there is something greater presented to you? And so our challenge then is that we are to be zealous. We are to have great passion when it comes to loving our God to remembering what he has done for us, that he loved us, that he cares for us. That should get you fired up. That should get you passionate. And that should be displayed. Whether it's when we're singing songs in worship, that is one way that we display our passion is that we sing. You can react. I I encourage you. This is a little bit of a different topic, but just... Feel free to express yourself and your love for Jesus. You know, you'll see people that raise their hands and maybe, you know, you, you wonder why. That may be weird to you. We can have that conversation. But no, that is someone that is displaying their passion for Jesus. You can display it there. You can display it in how you pursue him, how you seek truth, how you seek to obey him. In your lives, again, a lot, of, a lot of ways that comes up is loving your family, love your siblings, love your parents, love your friends around you, and, and love them in the way that says, hey, this is because of Jesus that things are different, right? There's different ways that this comes out, but our challenge is that we are to be zealous. We are to be passionate about Jesus, about what he has done for us, and that should just overwhelmingly dwarf anything that we look to in the world that our passion is for and if it doesn't that's when we need to take the step back and reevaluate and ask ourselves okay what is wrong here what is out of balance why do I feel this way I need to go to God in prayer right now I need to talk to someone I encourage you to do that but it is our zeal Jesus has offered us freedom be zealous for it my encouragement to you this is an encouragement it is a correction that if we are in the wrong we need to correct but it's because of the goodness that it offers right so that's what i want you to hear again if you didn't quite get all that reread it look at it again study it again ask those questions evaluate think about your life and your actions your beliefs what you're passionate about and talk to someone whether that's your parents sibling Uh, message your small group leader. We'd love to see you back here, but this is an amazing passage from Paul. It's a great challenge for what are we zealous for? Man, hope you guys have a great week. Again, hope to see you soon. If you're not back, come back. We miss you. We want to see you.